What's up, everybody? I am Shane Murphy. This is the Man Cave Broadcast coming to you with another podcast episode. This time, my buddy Zex Arise over on Twitch. Zex, how are you, man? I am doing great. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Uh, glad to have you. Uh, I, I know we've been like trying to get this, this uh, episode going for a while. I'm glad we were finally yeah. able to do it. Uh, so, you know, to, to open it up, tell us a little bit about yourself, dude. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, I am Zex, is what people call me, but my Twitch name is Zexerize underscore, and if you want to follow me on Twitch, because I mostly stream on Twitch, because I don't like YouTube right now, <laughs> but, uh, um, so you want to go to Z-E-X-E-R-I-Z underscore, and, uh, I also want to mention that, should I plug the podcast? Yeah, my go podcast? for it. All right. So my friend group has the Gym Socks podcast, and uh, it is G-Y-M-S-O-C-K-S. And that we are on Spotify, as far as I know, but there's a plenty of other platforms that you can find us on. But other than that, that's all I really have to say. Nice. Tell us about tell us about the podcast. What is the Gym Socks podcast? Uh, so what we do is we kind of just it's kind of like a comedy podcast, but we kind of just wing it because we don't know what we're doing and we also kind of do not plan out uh, topics. So we just kind of wing it and just kind of have fun. That's what we do, uh, as if we're like somewhere in public. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you, you kind of know then how this podcast is, because it's very similar. Very rarely are we, like, topic-based. Yeah. What's up, everybody? I am Shane Murphy. This is the Man Cave Broadcast, coming to you with another podcast episode. This time, my buddy Zex Arise over on Twitch. Zex, how are you, man? I am doing great. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Uh, glad to have you. Uh, I, I know we've been like trying to get this this uh, episode going for a while. I'm glad we were finally yeah. able to do it. Uh, so, you know, to, to open it up, tell us a little bit about yourself, dude. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, I am Zex, is what people call me, but my Twitch name is Zexerize underscore. And if you want to follow me on Twitch, because I mostly stream on Twitch because I don't like YouTube right now. <laughs> but... Uh, um, so you want to go to Z-E-X-E-R-I-Z underscore. And uh, I also want to mention that, should I plug the podcast? Yeah, my go podcast? for it. All right. So my friend group has the Gym Socks podcast, and uh, it is G-Y-M-S-O-C-K-S. And that we are on Spotify, as far as I know, but there's a plenty of other platforms that you can find us on. But other than that, that's all I really have to say. Nice. Tell us about tell us about the podcast. What is the Gym Socks podcast? Uh, so what we do is we kind of just it's kind of like a comedy podcast, but we kind of just wing it because we don't know what we're doing and we also kind of do not plan out uh, topics. So we just kind of wing it and just kind of have fun. That's what we do, uh, as if we're like somewhere in public. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you, you kind of know then how this podcast is, because it's very similar. Very rarely are we, like, topic-based. Yeah. Awesome. 
Uh, yeah. So how how long have you been doing the podcast? Because when I, when uh, I go on, I've seen a few episodes, but you've told me that there's more to it. Yeah, there's more to it, but with the plan that we have, and yes, we have a plan for a podcast because we don't upload. I mean, it's hard to say this because we upload at least once a month, and they're at least two hours, an hour, something like that. And uh, after a certain time, like a let's just say three months, it gets deleted. So <laughs> there's no other way that we can like recover that episode, unless if we get like a unless if we pay like five bucks or something like that just to, just so that we can keep our previous episodes oh i see so it's like a hosting issue yeah it's okay. a it's a third party stuff like that nice okay cool well make sure to check it out check it out timely that way you can hear those episodes as they go live <laughs> um, uh there is there's one episode currently up which is good good <laughs> that's up. just make sure <laughs> that uh there's at least one episode up yeah. <laughs> so what got not, you into podcasting? Um uh, man, uh it's kind of like what my friends wanted to do and what we wanted to do as a group cuz like we wanted initially we wanted to do like a YouTube group channel. Mm-hmm. But then that plan just failed cuz um we just didn't have any time in order to record like any videos and stuff and also we didn't have any good ideas and so like hey like one of my friends go hey let's do a podcast and i'm like that's a great idea but what are we gonna do like Mm -hmm. what's our topic gonna be based on and he goes honestly i don't know (laughs) we're just gonna wing it and just have fun and i'm like okay let's do that nice that was uh, really the basis of like my first podcast. So I've been doing a podcast now since uh, probably about like 2009, 2010. So for the better part of 12 years, right? And yeah. I remember how it came about. Uh, I was working, this was two companies ago and a bunch of us, you know, we were in sales, right? So we got a bunch of guys waiting for phone calls to come in, waiting to sell. And you're just sitting there shooting the shit on the side while we're waiting. and there was four of us who were uh, who were who were just constantly talking. So it was me, Ryan, Neil, and Jeff. And what we noticed was is that while we were talking, we would like periodically kind of like look around, and we would just have other people who who worked in our rows, right? Because we were all in little cubicle areas. They'd just yeah. be sitting there watching us, listening to us talk. And ever so often, like we, we'd say something funny or whatever, and they'd start laughing just by sitting there listening to it. They weren't involved in that conversation at all, but podcasting at that time was still relatively new. Like yeah, you look at 2010, you've got podcasts out there, but it's not something that everyone and their mother is doing. Um, it wasn't as like easy breaking into that space. Um, but we, yeah. we decided in a similar way, we're like, Hey, you know what? You know, people are sitting here listening to us. We might as well try and, and do this and, and see what happens. And that's how Murphy's law and the mercenaries was originally created. Um, you know, time went on, people changed, the group changed, uh, and it later became the man cave broadcast because I tried to find something that was a little just, bit more encompassing for a podcast name and, and topics. And that's basically what you've got here today. So. 
It's it's funny yeah. how that tends to be what people do. It's like a bunch of friends sitting around talking, and then they're just like, you know what? Like these conversations are funny. Why don't we just try and put it on the internet? And that's that's yeah. really how it gets there. Yeah. Nice. So uh, tell us about the Twitch channel. Uh, obviously, you're out there streaming. You know what? What do you stream? I know, but maybe the listeners don't. Yeah. So what I do here on Twitch is I've been mostly playing Dead by Daylight, and what you guys don't know, which probably most people don't know, is like a one before. Like so, you are either the killer or survivor. So let's just say you're a killer, and it's going. It's pretty much just you against four other people on a certain map. And it's kind of like the other way for Survivor. So it's you, four, and against one person. But right now, the current state of Dead by Daylight is, how do I put this in a nicer way? Uh, not that great. Okay. Uh, only reason is because of like the certain map mechanics and uh, like bad loading times and takes a long time in order to uh, load into a match mm-hmm. and also skill based matchmaking is just bad <laughs> Let, like how I put this is uh, let's take right, so the ranking system is like ash, bronze, silver, gold and I think iridescent Okay. and there used to be an old ranking system where it was like 20 to like the lowest being 20 and the highest being one but then an update came out like saying hey instead of a number based system how about like roman numerals because you know that makes sense (laughs) but um but currently right now the year six anniversary is out which i am pumped about that and also there's a new killer and survivor on the player test build. So what the player test build is like um, early access to updates before it fully goes out to like console and PC. Mm-hmm. And right now the killer looks pretty sick and I haven't seen any gameplay from the survivor point of view like the new survivor but all I know is that the new killer is pretty sick. Nice. That's all I have to say about that. So, right now, looking at Twitch, right, Dead by Daylight has thirty-eight thousand viewers on it. So there's quite yeah. a quite a few streamers, quite a few uh, viewers out there. Now, with the one v four format that you've got here, like you said, you've got a, a killer who's fighting against four survivors. So he's yeah. trying to kill the survivors. Survivors are trying to escape. One v four though is not like a. This isn't a new concept as far as games go. Um, yeah. The probably the the biggest one that comes to recent memory is the game involved. So did you ever see that? Uh, I honestly have never heard of that game. Okay, so but, it was uh, a giant monster like King Kong size, right, running around, and you had four hunters that were trying to take it down. So o- almost in reverse, right? He was trying to take down the hunters. Hunters are trying to take him down, but the game really ends up kind of flopping. Um, there yeah. are other games out there. Uh, I think seven seven days to die, um, the Friday the Thirteenth game, but none of them have really had the impact or staying power that Dead by Daylight has. So, what is it that you think that Dead by Daylight has that has has really kind of made it stand apart from the pack? 
Oh. Um, what I think is that, uh, how long ago was the game that you were talking about? Evolve, I think it was? Evolve came out in, like, 2013. Okay. And Dead by Daylight, I think, came out in 2016, maybe? Okay. So, let's see. Yeah. 2016, 2015, maybe. It was 2015 that, that Evolve came out. That Evolve came out? Alright. Yeah. So, Dead by Daylight, yeah, it's it's younger than, uh, or at least it, it's more newer. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I think that Dead by Daylight has its current spotlight right now, it's just because of like, um, like people maybe trying out the game for the first time and thinking, oh, this is pretty scary. I might play it again later. And then that kind of snowballs, and that involves more people, and it's like, hey. I might try this on stream because this is a popular game. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, no, keep oh, going. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's just, it's hard to say. Cause I came like, I pretty much got into dead by daylight whenever it was free on PlayStation for a little bit. Okay. Like, there was, a, you know, the PlayStation plus thing about that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my one of my friends saying, "Hey, you should probably get reinstalled Dead by Daylight." And I'm like, "Why? I don't really like it, and it's just, you know, the same thing over and over again." But he's like, "Okay, yeah, sure, but have you ever played uh, the Killer side, or have you only stayed with Survivor?" And I'm like, "Okay, I've stayed with Survivor, so I'll re-download it again." And after playing it more, I've been having a whole lot more fun with it. Nice. So. You can thank one of my friends for getting me to like the game. Okay, all right. So, so basically, that I, I think the game kind of has um, enough uh, enough of a, a following and a strong enough following that there are many people who are pushing users to to get it back in and play it because it's happened to me multiple times. I was in a similar boat with you. You've you've heard me get angry at that game. And, (laughs) and yet it's like, Hey, let's play, let's play. It's almost like a little peer pressure, right? To get back in and you, you start getting through that gameplay loop and really starting to understand the nuance and start to enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. So you mentioned that in the beginning, like it really isn't your game. Like, yeah, this is, this is the, the question that it's going to hurt the most, I think today, because you and I have a, a significant age gap. Um, we may not look it. I look so young. I know. Uh, but you know, uh, what, what is your, like your favorite game? What, what's your number one game? Uh, I, these are really good questions. Thank um, you. I come prepared. <laughs> Unlike my podcast. <laughs> um, uh, before I got into dead by daylight, I was really into MLB the show which is pretty much just a baseball game, but mm-hmm. retro style. Because I actually play baseball in real life, as you oh, can yeah. tell by the hat here. Mm-hmm. What but, position? Uh, um, all around the infield, man. Okay. Pitch. I can't. I cannot catch. I'm okay. not that athletic. Okay. <laughs> and yet you're playing in the infield where you generally are going to have to dive. Got it. <laughs> uh, but um, it. I'm be a show is just whenever I played it, it was during that COVID era. Mm-hmm. 
so it really just locked me in the house like playing this game a whole lot and it's just wow i've really gotten into it it's nice. also kind of like the same thing with dead by daylight as well plus i also played a lot of call of duty because i'm pretty sure you're familiar with that very familiar <laughs> i was there for the beginning yeah uh, <laughs> as you can <laughs> as you can tell <laughs> but um but the recent call of duties has just been not that fun mm -hmm. such as vanguard which i don't know how it's still maintaining a server right but yeah cold war i have it installed on my playstation but i only play zombies okay because i'm also a zombies player as well nice cold war was i was a fan of it you know especially yeah. looking back and maybe it's like a rose colored glasses kind of thing but uh, yeah, I never played Modern Warfare 2019, so I started, I skipped a few generations, then started off in Cold War, then did Vanguard, and the World War II setting really doesn't do it for me for, for Call of Duty. Um, but I mean, I, I, I can find enjoyment in most of them. Um, so which one of the Call of Duties is, is your favorite? Uh, World at War. World I at said War? it on my podcast too. Okay. I also said that Ghost is the worst. Okay. Just because of the like aspect and the game design was just terrible. Yeah. And the only reason I like World at War is just because of how it simulated World War II and also how the zombies initially started. Just say that's, that's the first started. game to have zombie a zombie mode. Yeah, and it was a massive hit. I was playing that then game they in went college. To And, and college then, was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like 20 years ago. Not that much, <laughs> you ass. <laughs> uh, when did I graduate? 2012? No. Nope. 2009. So it's still more than a decade. <laughs> uh, nice. So, okay. <laughs> Uh, kind of switching gears from from video games. I, I want to get into one of your other passions. Um, uh -huh. I, you can see behind me. I've got a, a shelf full of vinyl. We know there's a, a couple of guitars hiding in the in the closet. I know you're a musician. Yeah. Uh, you know you you've put up music in in our Discord. Um, that yeah. is uh, uh, available for anyone to join if you want to get on uh, on <laughs> on YouTube and find the link <laughs> the or in the Spotify. Yeah, go to the Mankey <laughs> Broadcast. It's all there. Um, but anyways, uh, you're a musician. Uh, tell me about, yeah. uh, uh, tell me what you play, uh, what your musical interests are, um, favorite band, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I first started getting into music, like, I guess whenever I was like three, maybe. Okay. When I started, like, my dad used to be in a band. Nice. And uh, the drummer, like, at, at my older older houses um there was a drum set there and i'm like you know i'm gonna mess around with it i'm three years old i don't know what's the, i don't know what i should be doing right now probably mm -hmm. playing with legos <laughs> which i totally <laughs> did not uh eat one of the pieces but oh, wow. uh <laughs> <laughs> um i was like messing around on it it's like oh i really like the i did not like the symbols at all from what i've been told okay they're loud because they were loud and yeah. stuff but now that has uh <laughs> that has uh, been out the window. Uh, 
then I started to get in like school bands, which is like sixth grade, fifth grade, maybe. Sure. Um, I was kind of forced. I'm putting that in quotations because I kind of wanted to do it, but I was also kind of forced in a way. But then I started taking lessons and all that stuff and yada, yada, yada. And I got better quickly, like in at least two, in at least two weeks, I think I, two weeks before I took the lessons, I couldn't, I didn't even know what a 16th month was. Okay. And then like two weeks later, I knew what it was because, you know, you learn all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And as the years go by, like, I think seventh, eighth grade, I was one of the best people in the band just because I was that advanced and I learned from an early age. Yeah. And all that stuff. And right now I'm in high school. So sophomore year. Almost like I think nine days left of school right now for me. Okay. Yeah. Um I got a ground floor to. interview here. <laughs> <laughs> When you're famous, when I get to point back to this one and be like, I was first. <laughs> but uh yeah, I didn't I didn't know how to play like the bells and mallets and all that stuff because I didn't know what the notes were other than like like the no like the the non black keys, like the white keys and mm-hmm. the black keys. I didn't even know like all that was. And then I'd say like the middle of my freshman year. I think uh it kind of just clicked for me whenever i learned like music and stuff like the notes and everything mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh you know this this is d and that's g because you know it goes up in a certain way and then it resets after g right yeah how many instruments do you play i play two currently and that's guitar and the drums and nice I also wanted to grab this thing that I got. It's pretty cool. What is that? It's a little tiny. It's a, yeah, it's a little tiny guitar, but it's on a magnet. So <laughs> it's, That's awesome. it's really cool. I, I got that like, I think a month ago. Nice. Maybe. I also got my amp back there and stuff. It's Very what cool. I used to record my music and stuff. That's awesome. Pretty cool. So, favorite band? Favorite band? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Foo Fighters, and I mean a lot of mm-hmm. Foo Fighters. Their disco- like their whole entire discography is amazing. Yeah, like the way that the rhythm is used and the the iconic sounds mm-hmm. of the guitars and everything, and iconic beats and everything. And also rest in peace to the Taylor man Hawkins. That got, yeah, yep. he got me into drums, man. He is such a good drummer, man. He, he, Taylor was incredible. His his stage yeah. presence was great. Did you ever get to see him live? Uh, no, I never got the chance to see them live at all. So I got to see Foo Fighters a couple of years ago when they came through Phoenix, and um, yeah, it was incredible. And what's funny, yeah. it, I hate to say it, but the reason I went and then I like had to go. I told Jess was, I've got to go before Dave Grohl dies. Like, yeah, th- these guys are they they live life hard and fast, 
and mm-hmm. he's already broken a foot. Like I, I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to find out one day that Dave Grohl's not here and I missed him. And I, I got close. I got close the with fu- it. But the funny part is, uh, is when he broke his leg. That was like the second song of that whole entire show. Yeah. And the adrenaline is just like they, like they all just they they came here to see the show and then they see Dave Grohl like saying hey I'm gonna jump off the stage let's see what happens (laughs) (laughs) I think I broke my leg yeah it's absolutely crazy but the big thing I remember from my show that I will not forget because I mean there's a lot of great stuff about it but again music is music right so like you you know these songs you've seen it concerts can Uh kind of blend the one thing that I won't forget from that is Taylor Hawkins got up and did the um, did the set break that um, Freddie Mercury did at Live Aid? So when he's in wow. that performance, he gets in, and this Crowder, hey. you know, yeah, hey. Hey. right. He got up and did it, and it was perfect. And but that was yeah. Taylor, you know. Taylor got up like way up on stage. I think he was like on like a raised platform and everything, and he got up yeah. in that entire stadium. Did it back to him, and it was perfect. It was awesome. And that, out of the entire show, with Dave Grohl being one of my favorite musicians of all time, Taylor is what stuck out to me in that show. Yeah. And I, I'm, I will be forever grateful that I got to see him before he passed away, and that he has that that forefront spot in my mind for that show. Yeah. And uh, have you ever listened to some of Taylor's like other bands, like? Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders, and uh, he also did one with uh, Coheed and Cambria. I think that's really, they, yeah. He I was on. Uh, I think if I remember what album, it's after the it's after the one with the seven, like the not seven, what uh, number four album. Okay, what they did. So interesting. It was I was check that out. Yeah, I he, yeah I love Coheed. Are they still playing? I think uh, they are. They came out with a new album, I think. Did they? Or or new single. I I'll need send to... it to you because I have it on my playlist. Okay, yeah, yeah, send that to me. I need to check out and see if they're still running their graphic novel. So they were running that their graphic novel off of the second stage Turbine Blade from decades ago, right? And I'm pretty sure what I have is like one of what was supposed to be like three major novels. And I, I've never been able to, to to find the other ones, but I'd love to find out if they if they are still doing it or if they ever completed it because it was actually a really good graphic novel, like very similar style to like The Watchmen, and um, it, it was just it was Coheed and Cambria is very very cool to me with the way that when they're making music, they are planning it out for their graphic novel. There is yeah. a story behind their albums and it's because of that graphic novel which i think is awesome yeah um and also kind of on the topic of that it was kind of like the same thing with the foo fighters because mm-hmm. whenever uh dave Grohl was recording for it was either concrete and gold or medicine at midnight mm-hmm. um they would record like he would read he would be like at a house or something like in a studio and be recording some stuff and be like you know bass drums guitar and all that stuff and uh, he would also send it to the guys in the band to be like, hey, would this be good on the album? And also, that's what also influenced Studio 666 
which have you seen yet? I haven't. I, I'm going to soon. Yeah. So that's what kind of influenced Studio 666 was that he would be possessed by a certain thing and then he would go on to kill his bandmates and then go single, which is kind <laughs> of a slight spoiler. A slight spoiler. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, but that's kind of like how it goes. Nice. Very cool. I, I mean, yeah. I, the stuff that those guys do is incredible. Yeah. Like, like you said, Foo Fighters is an incredible band. It's a great answer um, yeah. because it's not. I think Foo Fighters is still one of those bands that is doing it for the love of the music and not just for the money because they've got more money than they'll ever need. And so at this yeah. point, it's it's their passion and the fact that they're still passionate about it and updating their sound as they go, not because they have to, but because they want to and still making music that is um, enjoyable today and is still something that the masses uh, approve of um, is is really, really awesome. Yeah. yeah, cool. And I also wanted to say, uh, Dave Grohl is one of the most talented musicians. Uh, hands down. Yeah, hands down, he's one of the most talented musicians. Because originally he was with Scream, which was way before Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Like he was the sixth drummer, seventh drummer, Nirvana, and I think he was like seventeen, nineteen, I think, whenever he was in Scream, and wow. then whenever he joined Nirvana. He, Dave Grohl, not Dave, what? Um, uh, Kurt Cobain and Kurt really liked his style. Like he had perfect metronome timing and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And that's how he joined the band, pretty much. And then after, uh, Kurt Cobain died, he, he, what he did was he made a solo album, which was Foo Fighters at the time, which was the first album that they ever did. Like if you've seen, if you listen to that album, mm-hmm. um, that's all Dave Grohl. Yeah. And people didn't want to know like, oh, it's that drummer from Nirvana. Mm-hmm. And they, the reason he named it Foo Fighters was because uh, he was really into like aliens and UFOs and all that stuff. And I don't really remember how he got the actual Foo Fighter name, but all I know is that he got it from like UFOs and aliens and all that stuff. Nice. And then after they recorded their second, it was either their second or third album, he went on to record with Queens of the Stone Age. I remember that. Which is uh, Songs of the Death. Mm-hmm. That album. And then uh, he also did some stuff with uh, Them Crooked Vultures, which was yep. um, uh, I can't remember the guitarist from Queens of the Stone Age. Who was it? Uh, I- couldn't give you the name i'm horrible yeah names. yeah but then yeah i think that's all i can remember they also did it at a point like i think it was 2018 19 they did like covers of bees bees um and other stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah if you listen to some of their stuff which i did nice <laughs> awesome <laughs> well uh I really appreciate your time, Zex. This was a, a very fun episode. Um, we are going to yeah. be moving on over into uh, into some Apex over here on Twitch. Uh, but again, I wanted to uh, thank you. Uh, go ahead and uh, pitch out the channel and the podcast before we go. 
Okay, so the Twitch channel, it is Z-E-X-E-R-I-Z-E underscore, and the podcast is G-Y-M-S-O-C-K-S. Gym Socks. Yes, the Gym Socks podcast. Very cool, man. All right, well, that is it for us today. Thank you very much to all the viewers over here on Twitch while we record live, over on YouTube while we record live, and to anyone who is either catching up on the VOD or listening to us over on Spotify. Make sure to follow us at all of your favorite social media, be it uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it may be. Uh, But that is it for us today. Zex, you've been a great, great guest. I appreciate your time. I am Shane Murphy. This is the Man Cave Broadcast. We'll catch you all next time. Good night.